1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO CEO podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Carlin Ankrum of OSNAP Social. Carlin, it's awesome to have you on the show.
0: Thanks for having me. I'm super excited.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on as well. And before I jumped in, I wanted to read a little bit more about Carlin so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Carlin is a Virginia-based social media strategist and content creation expert who helps small businesses secure visibility and dollars from ideal customers and clients. She's the creator of Fan Firestarter Framework, a framework dedicated to the social media success of small businesses, turning looky-loos into lifelong raving, raving and paying fans. Leveraging 10 years of experience in the social media space and a degree in journalism, she uses the framework in setting up her small business clients for social media success from restaurants to dental practices and lawyers and online boutique owners. You can find her services up to no-nonsense, talking heaps of creativity at her website and tap dancing her way through her week teaching dance class in the evenings at her hometown studio. And she lives in Fairfax, Virginia with her hubby. Carlin, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: Let's do this. Let's
1: do it. So to kick everything off, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on what led you to get started. Can you tell us your CEO story?
0: Of course. Um, so I started my business uh, as a side hustle in 2015. Um, you know, I was transitioning away from my first job right out of college to a larger startup environment. And I actually made my first employer my very first client. So that was like a very interesting transition overall. Um, Because I was exposed to the internet on an everyday basis and seeing all the different people really kind of creating their own thing from virtually nothing and building that fan base and that audience. And I was so intrigued. So again, I built it on the side. Oh, Snap Social, I built on the side for five years before taking it full-time for myself in July of 2018, just a few days before my 30th birthday. I don't know if you would call that like a midlife crisis, but (laughs) (laughs) it was one of those things where, you know, I knew that I always wanted to run the show. Uh, Enough was enough. And quite frankly, I was exhausted and tired of building someone else's dream when I could be building my own and securing my own freedom and financial future and all of that good stuff. Um, So I finally took the plunge and, you know, leveraged my degree in journalism that, you know, shout out to JMU and uh, Harrisonburg for giving me a huge diverse skill set uh, that expands more than just the writing piece. Right. So uh, that's been it's been a journey and I don't plan on stopping anytime soon.
1: Nice, I absolutely love that uh, you kind of taking uh, your dream by the by the hand, so to speak, and, and taking control of that and I think that it, it's so funny because um I feel like especially in the digital marketing space, that journalism piece is so huge just because I think as people try to figure out exactly how to get their you know their business and their name out there and what it is that they do, it sometimes comes back to their story of exactly like how they got started, what it is that they do, and to be able to craft and tell that in kind of a, a way in which you can help to achieve whatever result in so many different ways is definitely one of the, 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 I think one of the best skills, but I'm a little biased cause I was an English major.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like it's like that framework and having that foundation is so huge. And I mean, I even remember going back to my news, my news writing class, and everyone was going around the room asking what people wanted to do with mm. their degree. Mm-hmm. And I actually didn't have an answer. And turns out what I wanted to do actually wasn't invented until my senior year of college where like web 2.0 started becoming a thing. And I was like, what's this now about social media people using <laughs> it to like leverage their business or get the message out to, you know, journalists in that time, you know, in a 24 hour news cycle, like I want to learn more. And so, yeah, yeah crazy.
1: Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it's, it's so funny. Cause uh, I, you always read, read those things where it says, you know, a lot of these uh, top jobs weren't even created five years ago, just because of technology, because of social media and all these things have blossomed and, and, and bloomed into what we have now. It's kind of crazy to think about that now. But of course, like so many other, the other things that we might see in the next five to 10 years as well. Absolutely. Awesome. 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 So I, I know I talked a little bit about your framework. Could you take us through that? And as well as that, you know, exactly what you do to kind of help support the clients you work with?
0: Absolutely. So the fan fire starter framework. Try to say that five times. I, back. Couldn't, I couldn't. I just love alliteration as an English major. I think you understand, right? Like the yes. obsession of just that consistency. Anyway, so really it starts with the pulse check, which is basically an audit of all your social media channels to kind of put a stake in the ground and say, you know what, like this is where we're starting from. So we have something to measure against at a later date. That's huge. Um, Next, of course, is building that strategy that aligns with your business goals and objectives and how all those digital dots connect together, Um, because we definitely want your social media efforts to result in some ROI, but we need to be hyper specific of what that actually is. Then we build it up into the implementation process, which is where we create all the fun content, that creativity, get those juices flowing, um, and then trickle it down and push the content out, right? And then trickle it down to managing the community, questions, messaging, having that engagement back and forth, creating that social conversation, right? In the name of keeping social, social, Mm -hmm. um, right? That you hear a lot of people out there talking right now about that. Um, And then it goes into the analytics, which I think a lot of people, Um, I think that's where the most of the educating that I do personally with my clients is, is that analytics piece, right? Understanding what works, what doesn't work, how to read the numbers, and then how to take those numbers and implement it back into a strategy. And then it kind of becomes this very cyclical process of just going through, because if you don't touch those points every single month or every single week, depending on the uh, goals overall, then, you know, you're just then posting for the sake of posting and you know, that's not really helpful for anyone.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I definitely appreciate you for breaking that down. And I think you're absolutely right where I, I think one of the, the benefits of this media these mediums, I should say, digital marketing mediums, is that you get that analytics piece. And I think we I even remember you we were on um, a few uh, panels together. Um, and I think that I remember you mentioning that as well too, about how that is one of the really big leg ups you have is because you have that data. But as you said, you know, so eloquently, if you Having that data is great, but being able to use and strategize with that data is, is is an entirely different level. So you being able to kind of implement that with your clients is definitely something that's pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, making data driven decisions. I mean, because I've found working with a client who you know was is a floral designer, an events designer. You know, she's a big deal in her space, and she was like, "Oh, my my Instagram is like where it's at. That's where people are going to buy from me." In this relaunch of her course, right? I was like, "Okay, great." Running the ads, did the thing. But the data showed me the opposite. It showed me that Facebook is where her fans were buying from her more than Instagram. So we had to flip the strategy. So you can't just rely on a feeling. You really have to be strategic with all of your efforts and being okay with pivoting as the data determines like what decision you need to be making. Uh, Because again, you can't, Like the audience is the audience, the market is the market. Mm -hmm. And you have to, a lot of the times, swallow the pride and go with what they want.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Instead of trying to, you know, force down what we think or what we want to to believe, I think that's exactly what the data is for, is for us to analyze, look at, to make those, you know, strategic uh, decisions as well too. And I think that, you know, not, uh, paying attention to that. We're just doing ourselves a disservice and, uh, and I appreciate you for, for you know, obviously doing that and reminding us of how important that is as well. So um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you now for what I call your secret sauce and it could be for yourself personally or your business, but what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: You know, I think it it does go back to the data and, you know, and I'm hearing this a lot more now from my industry, which makes me extremely happy um, is it's not about the followers. People get so wrapped up in the vanity of like, can you get me 10,000 followers to which I reply? Sure. How much money do you have? And do you care if they're engaged or not? Mm. Because ultimately if say, I mean, this won't happen. At least I pray that it won't happen in the next Hundred years but if Facebook and Instagram or any of these social media platforms decide you know what we're done and they shut the door and they're like thanks everybody for playing but we're out (laughs) the level of pandemonium that would probably happen would be insane but also even more relevancy to make sure that again all those digital dots in your digital presence are connected because if you don't own your fans or followers on these social platforms they're there to be a captive audience yes because Billions of people literally are hanging out on these platforms, but if you don't have an email address in your CRM for that fan, then you don't really have 10,000 followers. Mm. It's just a different way to think about it because I always use social media. I mean, that's my bread and butter. That's what I love as the starting point. It's not the end all be all. You can't get wrapped up in the followers, like get that email, get that sale. Cause if that follower isn't engaging, isn't taking like raising their hand and taking that next step then you need to earn that trust over time
1: yeah Absolutely. No, I, I love that. And I, I feel like I heard from somebody that uh, a liker or a follower never, you know, paid anybody's bills and never, you know, made actual sales. So it's as you talk about that conversion, like getting that trust factor, you know, to a level where you can get their email address, but they only even step beyond that, be able to have them take action in some type of engagement, whether that be buying, signing up for something, just doing something beyond that, because those social media platforms, as you said, um, you know, on a very, hopefully we say extreme example where they can just shut their doors <laughs> Yeah. It's in reality where that has happened. I think where a lot of times the organic reach or something has decreased to where you don't reach as many people as you had before. So right. you have to rely on that actual engagement and those people you're really connecting with.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like same thing from a paid perspective on a social platform. If you're like, I'm only using Facebook ads. To market your thing, you might want to consider other ways to do it as well that are on the digital platform, whether it's Google, you know, pay per click or having like for you creating an amazing optimized website Mm. so people can find your content organically just searching for your solution. So, you know,
1: Absolutely. Yeah, there's more than one way to skin a cat, so to speak. And I think having all those tools at your disposal for the ebbs and flows and the changes that happen in each of these different platforms is insanely important. So definitely uh, appreciate that. So I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: Okay, so I have two. So one is a tool uh, for creating quick social media video. Um, I'm of the I'm of the uh, opinion that it, perfection often leads to paralysis, and you don't do anything. Mm. So, creating content quickly that's effective and can give you all the tools. InShot is mm. one of my favorite video apps for social media um, because you literally click a button and it changes the canvas size. Nice um, allows you to brand it with your colors. Um, I don't have the paid version, but I can still like add like closed captions on my video pretty nice. quickly. Um, that's a great hack. I use it for all of my clients that have social media quick videos that they want to get out there into the world.
1: Exactly, exactly. No, I, I love that uh, that hack. And so now I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO nugget, and this could be a word of wisdom or piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you were to hop into a time machine, you might tell your younger business self.
0: There was a few. Um, I think to echo what we kind of just talked about in regards to the video is like step out from behind the security of your logo, though it's very important to have a solid brand, step out from behind your logo and show up consistently for your off for your audience, because especially right now in the current, like, well, even this will be later, like just the, our, the way that our businesses are operating, mm-hmm. it's it's so important to build that know, like trust in a very personal way. And the best way to do that right now is through video. Um, and maybe I'm alone in that, uh, but you know, I, I like interacting with people in real life and the next best thing right now is video. Um, you know, I, I think that's my biggest nugget. And I tell that to all of my, my clients is like, step out from behind your logo, show up consistently for your audience because you never know who's looking for a solution like yours. Um, yeah.
1: I love it. So now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Carlin, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: So being a CEO to me means having the courage to share your message, to step out from behind your logo, uh, to share your skills and your passion with others around you, whether it be clients, team members, fellow colleagues, um, other industry Pros, um, despite of that initial fear that might have suited your way in the beginning of your entire journey.
1: Awesome, awesome, awesome! Well, Carlin, truly appreciate that perspective. Appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything ad- additional you can let our readers and listeners know, and of course, how best they can get a hold of you and find out all the awesome things you're working on.
0: Excellent. Um, you can hang out with me over at osnapsocial.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram. On my Icons are over there. If you want behind the scenes, Instagram is the best place. Oh, snap, social, Carlin, K-A-R-L-Y-N. And um, I have a free Facebook group. If you want some free nuggets about social media and the new things that are coming out seemingly every single day, um, you can find that at the Osnap Social Club on Facebook.
1: Awesome. Thank you so much again, Carlin. We will have the links and information in the show notes. And I think definitely the, one of the best things we can always do is to make sure that we know really uh, people people that know their craft and have become experts. So I appreciate you for creating so many different ways we can connect with you and to, to get more information. So again, we'll have that information in the show notes and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.
0: Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.cf i am ceo is not just a phrase it's a community be sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on itunes google play and everywhere you listen to podcasts subscribe and leave us a five-star rating grab ceo gear at www.ceogear.co this has been the i am ceo podcast with gresham harkless thank you for listening